Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show. Josie Lawrence is here. Hello, Jason. Hello, Hello everybody. It's really lovely to have you. Oh, it's great to be here. It's really lovely. So you're at the Comedy Store tonight, aren't tonight you? Tonight I am, yeah. We do Sundays and Wednesdays, the, the players improvise. We were just saying you ought to guest with us. I'd love to have a go there. So, so just explain what the Comedy Store Players is. Well, the, the Comedy Store Players know. is um, a, a group of improvisers uh, with Paul Merton, Richard Branch, Andy Smart, Lee Simpson, Neil Malarkey and me, but we have brilliant guests on. We have, like, uh, Ruth Bratton, Pippa Evans from the oh, Showstoppers, yeah. Cariad, who's been on here, Cariad yes, Lloyd, yeah, yeah. Miles Job has done it, David Dave Reed. Dave Johns is doing it tonight, Dave Johns is on with us tonight. Great. There's um, a website, um, comedystoreplayers.com, that tells you everything about right. us. But, yeah, yeah people, you'd be good, you'd be good. I'd love, I'd love a go. I used to love, you know, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. I used to love watching that. Well, we, that was the, it was the 30th anniversary of that last year. We did the Royal Albert Hall for th- oh my three goodness. shows with the American lads, because it's yeah. still on in it's America. It's massive over there, isn't it? Yeah, Massive. Yeah. They're called the Hoosers, I think, the fans wow. over there. And that's like Greg Proops and Ryan and of Colin course. and... Jeff B. Davis, um, but Clive still did it at the Royal Albert Hall. He still did the house. So you're, you're backstage at the Royal Albert Hall, 5,000 people, and yeah. you're about to go on, and you know. don't know what you're going to do. Don't know what you're going to do. I just, that makes so my the stomach. adrenaline's go, pumping. Whoop. We pace a lot, because yes. we did it at the Palladium as well. We find a place, like, there's lots of corridors at the back mm. of the Royal Albert Hall, and we pace a lot. But it was one of the most amazing, um, the, the, they were all amazing Shows it was like being a, a rock star, and um, uh, somebody took a video of everybody at the end standing up and clapping, and it was brilliant. And what was brilliant is on the Sunday we did two shows, and mm. my brother and sister uh, came to see it, and I got him a box for the last show. Oh, nice! And uh, apparently, my brother turned to my sister and said, "This is one of the happiest days of my life." Oh. <laughs> I wish mum and dad could have been here because it was really oh, amazing. It was yeah. lovely. I just, I mean, I just don't know how you do it. I mean, I, I, it's funny, isn't it, from a stand-up perspective? Because I go on stage and I make stuff up. Well, I, I could never do stand-up. I would scare the hell out of me, being all on my own up there. Yeah. But it's a team effort. You'd be great. Come, look, and, come and see us. I was going to say, imagine doing a show without any prep and then I thought, this is what I do every week on this thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just like having a conversation, yeah. really. No, I mean, later on, sometime. later on, I tell you what. Yeah. Later on, when we try an improvised song together, oh my might God. really bomb, oh. but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's people fine. watching, are, people listening yeah. are kind. <laughs> they are, to be fair. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Again, I oh. got tricked. I get tricked by that yeah. song every time. Oh, you I think know. there's another of the world. Of the world, no. Of the world. There isn't. No, Mandela lovely, Effect Lovely, lovely, lovely. Is it called Mandela? It's called the Mandela Effect. Why, why? It is um, big, it's when you think you definitely know something or, and that, that that's not there. So like um, uh, like that, for example. The, the, yeah. The, of the world, you think. Of, of the, the world. world. Like, I bet about 70% of people listening to that then sang... Of the world, even though yes. Freddie Mercury yeah. does not sing it. You just think it's there. Um, uh, different, I can't think of some of the other examples. Blue Ribboned, that's the other one. You know the chocolate bar? Yeah, I do. Well, we, it's called a Blue Ribboned, with yeah. a D, but people call it a Blue Ribbon. Oh, yeah, it's a Blue Ribbon. I always called it Blue Ribbon. Yeah, Blue Ribbon. Do they still make those? Yes, they do. Yummy. Oh, it used to be a lovely treat when mm. I was a kid. But it's called the Mandela Effect because right. a lot of people, not now, obviously, but back, you know, sort of in the 80s, and late 80s, early 90s, a lot of people swear they remember when Nelson Mandela died. But you're like, well, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. But they were like, nope, I remember it. Yeah. So remember, it was sort of remembering false things. things. That aren't yeah. There. Gotcha. Oh, second uh, universe somewhere where different things are happening. Parallel universe. Mm. Uh, hi, Jace and Josie. Pippa and Mark driving from London to Manchester oh. to pick up our new puppy. <gasps> well, excited kids way at home. Ooh. Oh, God. That's you a know, fun day. I looked after, you know, the actress, lovely actress Denise Black? Yes. I looked after her new puppy two weeks ago. And I'd never been so tired in my life by the end. <laughs> yes. Looking after a toddler, it was a um, a Jackapoo called Nora. Okay. Jack Russell and a miniature poodle. Oh, cute. She was everywhere. And then suddenly she'd just flop and sleep, and that's when I slept a bit. And then she'd be everywhere again. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Are you an animal person? I love animals, Do yes. You? I would love a, a dog, but uh, I'm away so much. I, think I know, they, I'm the same. They, want you in love and I know it's possible to have a dog well, I, I'm I, a cat person oh well you really I'm very much a dog person um, I, I'm, I can, I'm both you yeah. see yeah I like both I think that's the thing people that 
think about. You're allowed to like both. You're allowed to like I both. I think so. I've just jo- I just joined like essentially a dating app for even I'm I'm not a dating app, but uh, for people who've got dogs who need them walking, and for people who've got free time in the day like me. It's called Borrow My Doggy. Borrow My Doggy. Yeah, I just joined it. I've not had a hit yet. I don't know what's up with me. That but surely, trust sure me. you'd need to get vetted, else you could just vetted, borrow my doggy good. and walk it well, away forever. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to like you have to give your oh, ID right, and stuff right. like that. Like, there's, there's not, you don't just join it and then steal people's dogs. Okay. I do envy people in the in the park with dogs. When I, I know, go, I, I, I walk every day in the park, and sometimes I think I ought to just carry a lead and a ball so I can print ten yeah, to be one that, of them. Felix. Yeah. Just start yeah. shouting random. Yes, Raymond. <laughs> names into yes. the park. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd love. I've, I've had a couple of people get back to me on this uh, on this app. I said, right, a little thing to say. Me and my children would love to uh, walk your dog tomorrow afternoon after school because uh, we don't have a dog and we'd, yeah. and we'd like that. And uh, up to now, all I've had back is people going, "We're looking for holiday cover." I'm like, That's not oh, what I this see. website is. <laughs> no, because you don't have to put your your dog in a kennel. No. I know, but hopefully I'll get one at some yeah. point. But puppies, puppies are lovely. I love a puppy. What's their names again? Uh, uh, the, they, well, they're, they, were just, they were called Pippa and Mark. Pippa and yeah. Mark. Drive safely. And we've got another Mark uh, yeah. who is uh, is driving back to Stoke from Swansea. There's a lot of big journeys That's going on this morning. Cute. Started at two o'clock this morning. God, I bet it was cold. Oh, bitter. Ooh, bitter out bitter, there. Bitter, bitter. It's freezing now. Jason. Manford. Thanks for all your messages this morning. Been lovely to hear from you. Uh, Alan Staines has messaged Josie. He says, uh, Good morning, Jason. I'm awake, snuggled up in bed, listening to you and Josie before getting up to pack to go to Riyadh for work. Riyadh? Crikey. I wonder what he does for work. Oh, it, must be oil, it must be oil or something, surely. I don't know what's the or other reason. Spying. Maybe he's a terrible spy. <laughs> yes, and he tells te- everybody where he's, he's going. Texted into the radio. Uh, Riyadh. Yeah, I don't know. Why would you? That's a hell of a commute as well. Stains to Saudi commute. Arabia. Yeah. Uh, oh. My wife and I are huge fans of Josie and the crew at Comedy Store Players. We also went to the Royal Albert Hall for the 30th oh. anniversary of uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Treated ourselves to a box. It was great to see Clive Anderson and Josie. Uh, it was awesome. Please join them as a guest on their show. Absolutely. Right, well, you've got to. You've got to. I'll let you know if I get there. I, <laughs> I get brave enough. Mostly people travelling, it seems to be. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Chris and Emma. Oh, this is awful, isn't it? We're driving back from Gatwick to Newbury, having spent the last two weeks in 29 degrees heat in Barbados. Oh, what a shame. Oh, you've just come back to this. What some people go through. I know. It's a real struggle, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. I bet they're cold. I bet, they are. I bet that car heater's right up. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine? I've uh, I found out I had um, car in my in my uh, car. I found out I've got car seats heaters. Oh, for the bum! I didn't know. Oh, they're lovely. Didn't even know I had them. Sometimes they can get very hot though. Well, I, I, my wife just put it on, and uh, and I was sort of sat there for, for a good twenty minutes thinking, have I. Like, have I wet myself? Like, a moment I was <laughs> thinking, a hot flush, literally. Yes. Like, what is this? <laughs> and then, then I saw her smiling. I was like, oh, OK, I've got it now. You can get all warm, sorts. Warm bottoms are lovely. A friend of mine has got... <laughs> yes, that's the quote your, of the show. Your, your eyebrows went right up then when you said, a friend of mine. A friend of mine yeah. has got a heated steering wheel. For his hands? For his, to keep his hands warm in the winter. Wow. He said it's the future. I said, well, I'll just get gloves. Swear gloves. You know what else would be good, I guess, mm. is heated uh, foot pads, you know, on your, your brake and now your accelerator. Just, Keep yeah. your feet warm. Just the whole thing just needs to be... Because they say, don't they, if your feet and your head is warm... Then, then you're all right. Then you're all you're right. You're gravy. Yeah. I hate being cold. No, I don't like being this cold. This is not my type of weather at all. No, no. All those kids got excited with the snow. I had a gig cancelled on Friday night. I know, I heard. Was that because <sighs> of the snow? It was because of the snow, yeah. yeah. I was Bath and, and Reading... This weekend, which in the diary looks like a lovely, relaxing weekend. <laughs> Just both bath and reading—that sounds fun. But uh, I was—I was like, I was supposed to do bath on Friday night, and then that beast from the east, or winter, as it's called. Yeah. Uh, usually, we we get surprised by winter every we year get in this country. At, oh, what is this? Snow. Yes. Why are we so bad at weather? I don't know. Because I mean, when you think of what other people have on Chicago, is it when they have yeah. that uh, real frost? They're laughing at us. 
They're laughing at us. The rest us. of the world are laughing at us. <laughs> but it is very beautiful. I mean, the parks and all that, and the yes. countryside looks beautiful. But city living with snow is a bit hard when it yeah, just goes it's to not slush. Fun. Yeah, it's not fun. I think we're just we're just not good at the sea. I think only spring, I think, we're good at. Because we're not good at autumn, because the leaves on the tracks and that, yeah, so that's yeah. not good. Winter we're terrible at. Yeah. Then it gets too hot. Yes. So spring, spring. We've, got, we've got one season a year that we're yeah. like, okay. Spring is, is a beautiful we're season happy. as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, getting rid of this this blooming snow. But I do like getting out there in the... Yeah. Walking is good for you. Yeah, I do like having a little wander around and making a, making a snowman. We were talking about that, though, with just walking and leaving everything behind, weren't we? <sighs> it's tough, isn't it? It's tough with it. I've, so, I've tr- so what I've done this, some people might have noticed, but I've, I've, I've sort of given up social media uh, mm. a little bit. I've, I've, I stopped it just before Christmas and I've just not put it back on. Yeah. I've deleted them off my phone and it's been... And life still goes on. It's been delightful. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. I've, do you know what? I've not a clue what Piers Morgan thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that world. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, uh, but uh, I'm, you know, you sort of—it just gives me anxiety. I think the I know. old. Well, I, I have—I have non-phone days. I let oh, me nice. loved ones know yes. where I am, at night, idea, but then yeah. I just leave the phone at home and I just go off into coffee shops, oh. meet mates, walk around the park. Uh, my favourite. Era. This makes me sound so old. <laughs> it makes me sound so old. Your favourite era, Josie? Is like in the eighties. I had. I thought I was so high tech. I had one of those little cassette tape answer phones. Oh yes. You know, on, off, rewind, fast forward. Classic. That's about as good as I am at techno <laughs> stuff. And then you had a little bleeper thing <laughs> that would you could phone into your answer phone to get your messages. Oh, so you could Even though you were away, you went into a phone nice. box. And I liked those days. I love my I showed my daughters a phone box the other day, they were like, What? Yeah. Just what in the street? Yeah. You're supposed to text people from that. Yeah. I was like, no, that's not what it's for. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I don't know if you read this in the paper, Josie, but uh, uh Michelle uh Kobka, I think her name is she's from Berlin in Germany, uh-huh. uh is uh, in love with a plane. This is news now. Uh, a seven three seven eight hundred Boeing to be uh, a bit more specific. Just one plane in particular. Then. Just the one plane. Uh, she's called it Schatz, which is a Schatz. I, I guess that works in German, but less so in English. Schatz. And uh, and say she's first attracted to his wings, winglets, and thrusters. What are winglets? I don't know, but like little Perhaps tiny I think wings. They're the, the bits that go up on the end of the wings. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Because they are pretty sexy. I mean, don't get me wrong. Se- planes winglets. are sexy. Mm. And thrusters. thrusters. Who doesn't like a thrust from time uh. to time? The 29-year-old claims to uh, sleep with her darling every night, either with real components or a 1.6-metre model. Right. Mm. And she says her family have reacted... Quite pleasantly. I, I guess they're just glad that they don't have to torture. Just, yeah. Yeah, you, go and, you go and hang around with, uh, with chaps. Well, it doesn't do anyone any harm. I mean, I, I have yeah, heard about this that. before. There was a woman in America who was in love with um, um, Ferris wheel. Right. Um, yeah, she, and I remember that was on <laughs> telly with her just sort of rubbing the metal bit at the bottom <laughs> and lovingly. I mean, fair play. If it gets, yeah. you, through the, if it gets you through the night, it does Absolutely. Seem... But she wants to marry him, she says as well. I, I mean, I've I've uh, assumed gender there. She wants to marry Shat. She's not actually said if it's a he or a she. Yeah, Could be, you see. Don't, I don't know. Don't judge. It'd be a gender-neutral aeroplane. We, yes. we don't know. Um, but uh, she says, uh, Shat's is my first love. This is the most beautiful relationship you can imagine. Well, no, I can't imagine, Uh-oh. to be but honest. she's happy. Yeah, or a nutter. Uh, no, well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm single at the moment and I'm looking at this biro. <laughs> thinking, look at, look at your nib. <laughs> so you never know. Uh, she says, every type of aircraft looks a little bit different and my darling is the most updated version. Oh. My love is not easy because I only meet him if I actually fly with my 737-800. I was going to ask, has she ever flown in him? Yeah. I wonder if that's how it started. I guess that's how it started, yeah. She says, my first flight was at the end of November 2013 and I became so in love with aeroplanes. I got so excited every time I looked at aeroplane pictures or videos. On March 11th, 2014, I'm glad she's kept a diary of this, <laughs> uh, I was in Teagle Airport and visited the aeroplanes and then came a 737-800 plane which approached me. Been so it was shots everybody, and uh, I've been so in love with him ever since. Oh, I think that's rather. She's cute. thinking of marrying him. 
She wants oh. to marry there. We had someone marrying a ghost a few weeks back on the show. A ghost of a pirate, wasn't yes, it? Yes, that happened a few weeks back. But doesn't she want to divorce him now? Yes, know. that's right, yeah. I think yeah. he was uh, playing around, I think. You know, the light ghost can't be trusted. Um, yeah, so she wants to... Uh, I, I guess, that, you know, you could go out... You could go... You could go out with an aeroplane, I suppose. Come with a lot of baggage, though, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yes! I'm here all week. <laughs> uh, that's the sort of show we run here, guys. Come with a lot of baggage. Where real music matters. You right. read this in the paper. Um, I, don't, I don't know if, what you like when it comes to um, reading news, but every so often you you see a news story and you think, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. <laughs> I don't know if this planet's for me. Go on, tell me. Dog owners yeah. are now covering their pets' testicles in glitter. What? You heard. A disturbing new dog grooming <laughs> trend has seen people putting glitter on their pooch's testicles. <gasps> Photos of dogs with decorative private parts are being shared on social media. This is one of the reasons I'm, I've given up. Is this true? Owners have stressed that it's edible glitter, which is applied using corn syrup. So it's... I was going to say, I was a bit worried that it was plastic. Now I know it's edible, that's fine. Let's crack on, yeah. Let's get it on, on humans, why not? <laughs> uh, the strange trend came to light after a picture of one of the dogs was shared on Groomery Foolery, a Facebook page for dog groomers. What is going on with the world? No. See, this is this wouldn't have happened in our grandparents' era because no. they were busy. No. You couldn't do that back then. No, unless it was perhaps Sunday evening. Yeah, you know, and you sort of sat around. There's no telly. Yeah. What we're going to do, Ma? <laughs> go on, go outside. Get the glitter. Get the glitter. We'll go out backyard and come <laughs> here, Shep. He <laughs> <laughs> might have liked it. <laughs> I just, I do oh, worry. please let dogs be... Just let them. Dogs. Yeah, let dogs be dogs, guys. Can you imagine what the dog's thinking? I know. That poor, one minute he's, you know, he's in for a little treat, the next he looks down, he's got a nutsack like a preschool craft even, table. I mean, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand Who thought it. of it? Who thought of it? Who woke up one morning it? and thought of that? Oh, some people, I don't know what's going on. I've seen some Im- images where they put false eyelashes on them and no, things. stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it, exactly. Stop I watched the film... Shall we say it in our strict voices? Yeah, you go... Stop it. Yeah, that's a good voice. I've not got a strict voice. Go on, try. Stop it. No, you no, haven't. No, I've got no gravitas. <laughs> I, watched, I watched a film on an aeroplane, because uh, I live in the future, and uh, it was about... I can't remember what it's called now, but it was about a, the first human who interacted with like a wolf and, and domesticated it. Yeah. Oh, yes, I saw that. Yeah, yes. it was like it was really good. It was sort of silent, pretty much. There was not much yeah. speaking. It was great. And um, and it was like him training this, sort of getting this wolf from being wild yeah. to domesticating it to make it a pet. They'd kind of... The, the wolves would follow the the, the, peop, the settlers, wouldn't yes. they? And, and more and more rely on the scraps that were outside and then start to follow them. And then Yeah, and the danger aspect of trying to turn this wild animal yeah. into a Try your friend. Is. <laughs> exactly, good luck. Okay. Matters. Kelly and Bratnell's text in. She says, I didn't have time to glitter the dogs last night because we, were, we came to see you in Reading. Well, that's a better choice, I think. Yeah. Also, we don't have a dog, and if we did, we'd leave them well alone. Oh, yes. I mean, Adem just said, my producer just said, well, women have vajazzles. I'm like, that's their own It's your own bits, bits. isn't it? Yeah. You know, if your wife woke up and there was a couple of rubies down there and you were just, oh, I was just bored in the night, yeah. then she'd be suitably fuming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like, we started a new campaign on this show. <laughs> Leave dogs knackers alone. Yes. Just let them be. Yes. It's not for they're not for you. Also, you that poor dog's got to see other dogs. It'd be a laughing laughing stock in the dog community. <laughs> You're getting really upset about this. I am. I can tell on your face. <laughs> Poor lad. Uh, Coming up, we're talking uh, unusual injuries and being insulted by children. (laughs) Happened to me this week and uh, I just need to get it off my chest. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Josie Lawrence is my guest. Hello. This morning. uh, And you're on at the the Comedy Store tonight. Comedy Store Players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're about to be in a new play as well. Yes, shall, shall I tell you yeah, about you that now or that. later? Is tell, it? tell us both, <laughs> now and later. <laughs> no, it, we start rehearsing next week. It's um, it's Roxana Silbert, who, who's a brilliant director, who's an artistic director at Birmingham. And it's it's a play by a 
beautiful, handsome uh, Frenchman called uh, Alexis Michelic. Nice. I think I've pronounced that right. I, I probably have. haven't. Sounds good. But it's been adapted by Jeremy Sams, who's the most brilliantly wonderful, clever man he directs. He writes music for films and oh, theatre. Wow. Um, and, um, and what's it about? A, well, uh, in, it, it's a huge hit mm. in, in Paris at the moment and it's called Edmund Bergerac and it's about Edmund Rostand in a fictional, mm. farcical way uh, who's the guy that wrote Cyrano de Bergerac um, and uh, which was a love story about a man who was a, a soldier and a poet and he had a huge... Big nose. Nose, yeah. but, but he pretended to write all... He did all this poetry and stuff for a in order to help his friend woo this girl. Mm. Um, and and so it's about uh, Edmund having writer's block. His last play was a flop. And uh, he goes to a bar with his mate Leo and is introduced as Georges to this girl called Jeanne, who's a, a huge fan of Edmund Rostand, but he pretends not to be him because right. he shouldn't be in the bar. But um, Leo falls for this Jean, so he starts to... Edmund starts to write romantic letters. Oh, okay. Pretending, so it mirrors. And it's a comedy. Is it it's comedy? a comedy. Yeah. And he gets the idea for the plot of Serrano. So I play. Henry Goodman plays Coquelin, the first yeah. actor to do it, <laughs> and he's an amazing actor. And and Chizzy Hakadolu, you know, was, was Holby City, and she's on um, Strictly. Oh and, yes, yeah, and yeah, She's yeah. on Loose Women. Amazing, yeah, she's great. amazing woman. Uh, she plays a real diva and actress. Right. Isn't and I play um, I play Sarah Bernhardt. Uh, who was Amazing. a huge actress in this yeah. And I've been reading up about her and I would have loved to have been her mate because she was amazing. <laughs> uh, apparently there's a story of her tipping an entire bottle of champagne over her head to prove to the party goes that her hair was naturally curly. I love that. It's <laughs> the kind of cool. thing I do in the 80s, maybe. It's like half of the 90s as well. But you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And but Freddie so, Fox is in it as well. Freddie Fox plays yeah, Edmund. Um uh, Edward Fox's son, of course, but a fantastic. That's a hell of a actor. cast. It's a great amazing. cast. Amazing. And that's so in it's Birmingham. In, it's in Birmingham in, in March. I'm sure if you go to the, the website, it'll it'll tell you everything. And then there's a tour of um, uh, York, uh, Northampton, Cambridge, and Richmond. Brilliant. So it's a lovely little job, yeah. There you go. Lovely yeah. stuff. This is Jason Manford. This is. Matters. I have a message in uh, for, I think it's for you. Crikey, I can hardly read it. It's written in uh, your local uh, dialect, I think. Stuart from Starbridge oh. says, Good morning, Jason and Josie. I'm on my own in a factory drilling holes into steel plates, thousands of them. He doesn't specify whether anyone's asked him to do that. <laughs> uh, he's just a, a crazy vandal. Uh, I'm in uh, Cradley Heath. Cradley. Cradley, sorry, in yeah. the black country, near where Josie comes from. He says, Urs an Oud Hill Wench. Is that a Oh, it's wench. Is that a little... I am an old hill. Yeah, old hill is where I was, where I was born. Oh, I, I see. Brought up. Uh, and, and until me mum, bless her, passed away, where, yeah. I, where we, we lived. You oh, know. right. Um, my family is still up there. I go up there all the time. He says Josie means juicy around here. Uh, no. <laughs> I so. There you go. Uh, 8.12.15 is a text this morning. Do you, do you get up... Uh, Back there much? Back yeah, to the much as I can. I've still, yeah. I've got a, a room, you know, I had my own bedroom at Mum's and now I've got my own room at my sister's. Oh, right, uh, so you've always got in, somewhere in to Black stay. In Blackheath, so I go to, yeah, I, I go out with my sister, I go to Mar Pardo's with my brother. Brilliant. Um, yeah, which is an old black country pub. Yeah, I, and of course that's why I enjoy performing at Birmingham because I, I stay with them when ah, I'm up there. Ah, nice. Yeah. Nice yeah. cheap digs. Oh. That's what it's about, isn't it? It's AR. <laughs> uh, and this morning we're talking about um, being insulted by a child. So yeah, this happened, happened to me, Josie. Right? I know. I've, I've got to let it go. It's not. I know they're only kids, <laughs> you know, but I went to pick my kids up from school last week. And as I'm walking through the playground, because of the bad weather, I've had to come through, a, I've had to come through the juniors. And some of these year sixes, I mean, they're massive. They're like 11, but they're like eight foot. <laughs> all growing into their ears. And as I'm walking through, two girls sort of overhear one of them say... Obviously, you know when you hear your own name, it sort of stands out, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? One of them went, hey, that's Jason Manford. And the other one went, ooh. <laughs> Which is fine, I can deal with that. Yeah. And she goes, oh, he's famous. And the other one went, well, he doesn't dress famous. <laughs> 11 years old, Josie. <laughs> 
I felt like I was back at school myself. It got me right. I nearly turned around. Hey, I've just, I've actually just been at the. It got me right. It bothered me. Doesn't dress famous. Doesn't dress famous. Well, how do you dress famous? I don't what, know. Just black, I've got to wear a black tie just at wherever I go. Yeah, a dicky bow. Just Next time you pick them up. Full, full, full evening dress. I'm going to send me a little bobble Dark glasses on. Yeah, so that's what I need to wear. And an entourage. That's what I need, an entourage that's and sunglasses. And just oh, being bless. Deep. And it's staying with you, isn't it, this? I mean, it's, it was a week ago. I thought it was going to be worse than that. Did you? Yeah, no, it was. I mean, I have had worse than that, don't get me wrong. But, uh, I mean, one time my daughter shouted me in, telling me that was on the telly, and when I came in, it was a clip from Obese, A Year to Save My Life. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, have been, I have been abused a lot by children. I got abused by a taxi driver once, mm. unknowingly, because he thought he was being quite nice, but it did make me laugh. He, he said to me, he said, I know your face. I know your face. I said, do you? He said, you know what? You're like, you're like an ugly Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> I mean that in a nice way. <laughs> wow. I mean, she is beautiful, She's but still. Beautiful. I mean that in a nice way. So wow. I, I took it to lovely compliment. But, yeah, you, the, I was thinking, looking at you, you know, mm. that you ought to dress more famous. I should really, I should I? nearly walked past you today in the <laughs> corridor. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to adapt my wardrobe for, for future. Um, my daughter even said, like, three days later, I was still talking about it, and my, my dad came round and I told him the story. My daughter, who is nine, went, let it go, Dad. <laughs> Like, because yeah. I've been holding on to it. Yeah. But I wanted to hear from you uh, this morning to see if you had been insulted by a child. Gemma on the M25, she says, uh, Good morning, Jason. Talking about being insulted by children. I'm a teacher, and <laughs> once during a PE warm up, I, sa- I was saying colours for the children to spot in the hall and run to and touch. I said the colour orange, and a little girl ran up and touched my face. <laughs> I don't even use fake tan. <laughs> Livid. They know just how to get you. I know. Kids know, know just... your weakness. Jason. Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. We're talking about being insulted by a child. It happens <laughs> a lot. Um, it's happened to me in the last week. It wasn't too bad. I get it. He doesn't no, dress I had famous. something much worse happened to me by a pair of, like, six, seven-year-olds. Did you? What happened to you? Well, it was in Salford, funnily enough. Mm. Not, not that, that... But it was years and years ago, in the, in the uh, early 80s, I was trying to sort of get my card up there, being an, an actress, and, and very poor, and, and living in God, the top floor of these flats. Mm. And I think I had something like 4p on me in my purse and got, got the bus home. And it was uh, around bonfire night and there'd been loads of penny for the guys, penny for the guys until I'd only got this 4p. And these two gorgeous looking things saying penny for the guy. And I went, I honestly haven't got any. And they had like a little bit of plank unbeknownst to me. And as I walked off, they dead-legged me in my knees. You know, the fucking oh. knees. Oh my God. They dead-legged me. And I fell over and I was that surprised. I was laughing. <laughs> and I got, got a 2p out and give it to them. Sort of <laughs> ran off. Sort of got mugs, basically. Yes. <laughs> 2p. They only came up to my knees, but they dead-legged me. Wow. Bless them. Yeah, well, I don't think I'd be able to take a a, a dig off one of these kids. I think I'll, I'm not brave <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah. This was just, they just hurt me with their words. Mm. Because I don't dress God, famous. They really did as well. I know, I've really not let it go. Even though actually my daughter saying that I look like somebody from a BC year to save my life is worse. Uh, we're getting your text this morning. Uh, Joe in Charlton says, My son insulted my mum once. We were in a restaurant and I could see across the table he was looking really tired. So I said, Why don't you cuddle up to grandma who was sitting next to him? He replied, I can't cuddle grandma. She's wearing clothes from the olden days. <laughs> Kids know exactly what to say to get you. Uh, Susie in Bedfordshire. Hi, Jason. My eight year old sat next to me in the car when I went to change gear. He touched the back of my upper arm and said, Mummy, why do you have all this hanging skin here? <laughs> oh, man, they know just they what know, to don't say. They? Not, it's they so get, innocent. They kind of say what they see. Are they know, or do they know? Do you reckon? I don't know. I'm just putting it out there because like they seem to be able to like say children of the damned. <laughs> you mean that's kind yeah. of children? They seem to know exactly what your what is your weakest point. Yeah, and they go for it. And their eyes start glowing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, not exactly an insult, but my five-year-old granddaughter asked me how old I am. I told her, 65. She said, you're my oldest nanny. I agreed that that is true. She said, so you'll probably die first. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Sadie. Unbelievable. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio.
matters. Josie Lawrence is here. Uh, she's at the Comedy Store Players every week and about to be in a new play, which is called? Um, Edmund de Bergerac. Edmund de Bergerac up in Birmingham. So have a uh, look out for that. Uh, we're talking this morning about being insulted by children because they are, they can say the worst things sometimes. Uh, anonymous, this one. Yeah. When my son was about 12, we were sat in a full waiting room at the dentist. The sun was shining in through the blinds. Sam turned to me and said, oh my God, Mum, you need a shave. <laughs> wow. That's not, in public as well. In public. Oh, bless him. <laughs> so it, all those little fine hairs on her face would have been glinting in the yeah, sunlight, God, wouldn't they? I need a shave, it's just your face. Yeah. Uh, my five-year-old, uh, Jason, my five-year-old uh, first, my five-year-old first parents come to classroom. Eight weeks after the start, we get given his file by the teacher, his photo on the front uh, and name. Uh, all good, by the way. He's been playing with classmates. When a little girl is pulling on my sleeve, I smile down. When she asks who I am, she says, are you Noah's grand? Granddad, I left a broken 42-year-old <laughs> man. <laughs> I think there's a point you just don't know age, do you? No, when you're you a don't kid. know age. It gets no. to, I think you get to about 22, yeah. and then that's the same yeah. till you're sort of 60. Absolutely. I think mentally, well, me and a, a couple of others that, that, uh, that are my age, mm. uh, you kind of... St- we thought we stopped at around 27, uh, yes. as far as the way oh, you see, think like, aging, and stuff. Yeah. But as a youngster... God, I mean, my age now would be like Methuselah to like a 16-year-old, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, even anything past, anything past like 30 to a lot of... I remember being about, seven, about maybe about 19 and I was walking through, I was walking through a park with a path and... Uh, and a mum, a girl was sort of racing her head on a bike or scooter or whatever, and the mum said, careful of that man, and I looked around to see uh, who the man was. Because at that point, I was like 19, I still felt like very much yeah. like a boy. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. she means me. Yeah. So you do have moments, don't you, where you, you suddenly realise. Yeah, that you, yes, absolutely. I did, it a few, I did it a couple of years ago in the post office queue, where I'd, in the... Um, you know this sort of the CCTV camera. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the CCTV camera of this queue, yeah. and for a split second, it was like it was the local one there where my parents yeah. live. For a split second, I went, "Oh, my dad's here!" <laughs> like I thought my dad was behind me in the queue, and, and it was, I was like, "Oh my god, it's me!" You didn't recognise. I actually thought I was my own dad. That was a bit weird. It was a bit quantum. You know why that is? It's because. You ought to start dressing more famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I've heard it. I've heard that before. Actually, a couple of, <laughs> of eleven-year-olds broke my heart with it. Uh, I've got another text here. It was the week before I had to return to work after being off on maternity for a year, and I said to my five-year-old, "Mummy has to go back to work next week, so Grandad will be taking you to school." He replied, "But Mummy, you can't go back to work." I said, oh, will you miss me? He replied so innocently, no, they won't let you back in with all that fatness. As he <laughs> softly rubbed my stomach. Needless oh, to say, I was devastated. With all that fatness. I mean, it's, it comes from a place of love, but... Yes. It still hurts. It stings. It really does. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're talking being insulted by a child. This one just made me laugh then. Uh, Christine from Littleborough said, My grandson said to me, Grandma, is that your chin or your neck? (laughs) After taking a deep breath, I replied, It's a bit of both. I then went to the mirror to check and thought, "Ah, Fair question, I don't know either. (laughs) Oh, bless her. (laughs) Uh, uh, Could we do a shout-out to my wife, Lisa Marie? She's currently in labour at Scarborough (gasps) Hospital. Doing an amazing job. Oh, hello, Lisa. Hello, Lisa Marie. Breathe, breathe. Breathe and pu- pu- don't push or push. Don't, I don't, don't know. push. Don't yet. listen to me. Don't push. Whatever yet. the midwife's saying. <laughs> Follow them. Oh, bless. Know. I mean, the last thing she I wants to hear is. I wonder if their first. I don't know. It, there's nothing. I mean, that that shows you how pointless men are in that scenario. That he's able to text, text into a, a radio, radio show. <laughs> I'll get you a shout out on the radio, look. That's that all, will help. That's all he can do to the equation. <laughs> nothing makes you feel oh. more of a spare part. <laughs> thank you, darling. That makes me feel better. Thanks, thank you. That's taken some of the pain away. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, oh. Best of luck, uh, and uh, and loving the insults this morning on uh, on the on the text. Libby says, uh, "I'm a big lass, Jason." Uh, when a six or seven year old in the queue at Tesco turned to his mum and asked, "Why is that lady so fat?" I replied, "Because I keep eating children who are cheeky." <laughs> That's a good response. Good for, uh... 
fair Good play. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Um, on holiday with my grandson a few years ago, uh, the kids' club were playing the game where the kid runs into the audience to get shoes or money or socks or whatever. Last one back is out. It got to the last few kids, and the compere told them to come back with the oldest person in the room. My grandson flung his arms around me and said, "Don't worry, nanny. I won't let them take you." I was 48. Sat next to a bloke who was about 75. <laughs> uh, oh. They just don't see it, kids. No, they don't see it. It's they not, don't. They're really not trying to, wear, trying to hurt you, honestly. Lisa, well, maybe they are. Lisa says, uh, not exactly an insult, my friend uh, years ago was out shopping when she stopped to look in a window. There were workmen outside doing something on the road. Uh, one of them had a big beard. Her three-year-old turned to him and said, my mum's got a beard like that near a bum. Wow! <laughs> she could not walk away quick enough. Oh my God! You've got to be careful, guys. You've got to be careful. Shut that bathroom door. Absolutely, <laughs> shut that bathroom door. <laughs> Get your towel Don't on. Don't want them to see the beardy bum. <laughs> <laughs> Music matters. We're talking uh, being insulted by children. I mean, I don't think it'll get worse than those builders with a beard. Crikey, no, that's... the builders with a beard. My goodness. Uh, Jason, I was on a skiing trip uh, some years ago. A few of us were staying at uh, a friend's cabin. The friend suggested, due to lack of sleeping space, that I should get in with the kids, to which her five-year-old daughter burst into tears. When questioned why she was so upset, she said, I don't want to sleep with that grandma. Oh, it's a bit harsh, isn't it? Kids, man. Kids! They will get you. Uh, morning, Jason. I'm a London mammal. Do you know about this? Mammal? Mm, a mammal? Middle-aged men in Lycra. Mammal. <laughs> no, I haven't yes, heard of cyclists. I only heard that the other week as well. Some, a mammal. One of the other dads at the school was inviting me along to a, a bike ride, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that will never happen. Um, but he went. He recently went to pick my uh, his ten year old daughter Izzy uh, from school. She said, "What the hell are you wearing? Why are you wearing tights?" To which I replied, "I cycled to work, and Mum bought them for me." Uh, she said, "Never pick me up again, dressed like this." <laughs> I sometimes I do sometimes pick my daughters up in like a, in the winter I was in, a, in like a bobble hat. Yeah, yeah. And my daughters have a few times gone. Can you just wait by the car? Yeah, <laughs> and don't look at us. <laughs> I got sort of a um, couple of years ago, sort of um, a, a little insult that they didn't mean at all. It was a, a, a mate's uh, grandkid. It was sat on my lap and was absolutely mesmerised by that little bit of skin under my chin. <laughs> You know, the sort of a, a waffle a that you play. get when you reach a certain age. And she was spent many a sort of happy hour just flicking it. Oh. Flicking me waffle. <laughs> you know, which, you know, I'm sure she didn't know. Uh, no. <laughs> the fact that it was there made me a just bit be, sad. Yeah, flicking exactly. me waffle. What a time to realise. So I remember that's when I first went to the barbers when I was about... Well, the barbers was about 32 and he shaved my ear. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> that's a... Was there, a th was there hair there? Like the day you realise. Oh God, the hair in the nostrils bit. as oh, well. Oh goodness, what is that about? That can't be evolution, can it? On your chin. Why is why is not why is nose hair growing longer than your nostril? I don't know. There can't be any know. evolutionary reason for that. Unless, unbeknownst to us, our nostrils kind of shrink back a bit as we get older. Maybe that's what it is. And the hairs are still the same length. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a terrible thought. Last time we saw each other was on uh, a quiz show on BBC Two. Just a minute. Just a minute. It was wasn't when it? they filmed Just a Minute uh, for the anniversary yeah. of it, some fiftieth or something. Do you do like many that. of those quiz shows? Yeah, I did a couple of them um, last uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I think they're advertising him now. They'll be. All oh, right. Soon. What have you done? Uh, well, it was just a just. Oh, a minute. for the radio, right? For just, the, yeah, yeah. just a minute. Yeah, quiz shows. I mean. I, I haven't I haven't been on one, but I saw one a couple of weeks ago, mm. and it's one of my favourites. And you were on it. Oh, was it catchphrase? It was. Ca I so love catchphrase. catchphrase. Nailed it. And I love the camaraderie there is between the 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 people yeah. who are taking part. It's a lot of fun. I must say. What's good about it? I think it also a comedian's brain. I think it really works on that show because generally that's you're sort of looking at stuff from that angle yeah. anyway so it's, it, it sort of helps with some of the stuff Absolutely. you come out with cracky I mean say what you see I mean I, say you, what you see it's you, really difficult sometimes then it really hard it, but you won didn't I did win in the end yeah just about but it was it was um, yeah it was a great fun show but I love it I, I love it but I mean I mean I the thing with you did Mastermind I've well. done Mastermind yeah I did win that one 
came well, second. Well, that would scare... I did with uh, Mira Sayal, who was lovely, lovely Yeah, pal. brilliant. Uh, she asked me to come on with her f- uh, for um, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire a few years High ago. High pressure. High a pressure. A lot of pressure. Um, and when you get in there, you have a little... Uh, they give you a little walk through with a mm. pretend set of questions. Yes. Just to get you, you know... And we we sailed through these questions, yeah. you know. And then, then you sit down and he goes... Diddly, 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 diddly. <laughs> yes. And you, if if the, somebody put up, what is your name? And, and four, four things. I would have to have like 50 50 yeah. phone a friend because your brain goes. It just melts, doesn't it? Things I know. you know are right. Is Mira clever? Yeah. She's ah, you clever. see, you've done well there. Well, I mean, we beat. But there, there was one, the one before we got to 50,000 was something about Plymouth Hoe and was it like Walter Raleigh, Francis Drake? Now, on my, in my armchair back home, Francis Drake! Nailed it, yeah, Francis of course. Drake. Hey, it's hey! Like, you're thinking. Oh God! I know. Who is it? Who is it? And then we got one wrong that I'm really upset about, uh, 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 and it was what was the name of the robot? I think in Lost in Space, which was uh, Robbie, Robbie Robot or something. And I, we chose Ricky by oh. then. We just gone a bit. And you thought about it the, was a trick question. You're thinking about the charity now is not going to get the Absolutely. money that they've got. And the, so we oh, got fifty no. grand, the seventy-five. But but you do. Um, but I, I, I do enjoy a quiz show. Mm. But I think one of my favourites is is catch. I think you've done well to get on with a friend. I got lumbered. That sounds harsh, but harsh <laughs> but fair. <laughs> I just turned up. You know, it's like who wants to be a millionaire? Will you come and do it? Yeah, did of course you I will. Uh, oh right. So I did, did it. Well. Who wants to be a millionaire? I get there, and uh, they said, and, and lots of people have been paired up with their mates. I was like, why did nobody offer me this? I could have got uh, a mate. Yeah, yeah. You know, John Bishop too. or Rob yeah. Bryan. Or somebody yeah. could have come on. Uh, I just never. Can you be with Amir Khan? I was like, the boxer? I went, all right, maybe he's a, like Chris Eubank, maybe he's a genius, like maybe he's just really clever and actually just pretending to be thick. Well, he isn't. <laughs> he's, that's not pretending. He's been hit in the head a few too many times. <laughs> and I'm not the cleverest man in the world, but my goodness, I felt like Einstein. How far did you get? Well, I think we did all right. We got probably the same, 50 grand yeah, or yeah. something like that, so we did all right. But I remember we... Um, I remember at one point, one of the questions was, who um, so who you know who came up with the theory of evolution in whatever year yeah. you know, Darwin did that, yeah. right? And the four names came up, and it said, I don't know the year. Let's say it's, you know, 1785, whatever yeah. the year was. And he said, in 1785, um, who came up with the theory of evolution? And Amin Khan said, oh, it's a bit before I was born, this. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's what history is. I always find you do hear that a lot. You know, you're shows. allowed to know things before, before you were born. Ti- oh, before my time, this. Yeah, that's what that's what his, that's what knowledge is. It's history. Yeah. yeah, but we did all right. We we got away with yeah. it in the end. But yeah. it, your your mind does. That's why I I would get so scared about being on Celebrity Mastermind because I'm sure sitting in that chair. <sighs> yeah. Your mind just must go. Terrifying. Back. Terrifying. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for your messages this morning. We were talking about being insulted by children. Um, <laughs> some absolute crackers uh, coming in. Ed's messaged me just that just well the news was on there. He said, back in the 90s, I was on a bus with my three-year-old daughter. She was staring at the man on the seat in front and loudly exclaimed, look, that man has no hair, and promptly slapped his hairless head. <laughs> I was mortified, but the gentleman that had just been ins- assaulted did not react at all. Didn't react just at all. Just carried on reading his newspaper. We got off two stops early. Ah, oh. that's amazing that he didn't react. Just it's very British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Carry on reading the paper. That could not have possibly happened. Yes. Maybe he just didn't believe it happened. But yes, exactly. That didn't happen. Or, or to not know how to react, so therefore to not. Yes. Um, Hey, Jason, uh, my brother was teaching his four-year-old son, Anton, colours by reading. Uh, He'd say, green like the grass, he said. Blue like the sky, Sky. he said. Yellow like daddy's teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the next room crying. (laughs) Oh, that's lovely. Love that. Uh, (laughs) So with the bad weather this week, I I ended up having a gig cancelled on... On Friday night, yeah. 
Um, I was more than prepared to go. I was ready to ready to go at midday to drive over to uh, to Bath, and then they they rang and said, "Oh, there's not enough because of the where it was. The staff couldn't get to the venue." Oh, I see. And I and I, I need them because I can't be behind the bar and <laughs> taking tickets and selling programs as well as my job. That's yeah. crazy. So um, anyway, it all got postponed, and um, the show is now going to be on the 23rd of February. So uh, if you I've got tickets uh, to that show, then uh, go to the uh, to the venue's website and uh, but that's what so that was it but then I suddenly ended up with a a day off what a did you day do? off and I sh- what I should have done was like sorted the out there's loads of stuff that needs sorting out at the house I should yeah. have done that and I knew that's what I should have done I'll go clothes shopping yes I could have done that as well um, but I just went to the cinema by myself oh. but I didn't tell my wife oh no I, I thought I'll just I thought no because then she'll say well why didn't you spend the day you know, you know the house needs sorting out, and we've got boxes to unpack, and all. You know, why did you? So I just didn't say anything. I thought, well, she doesn't know I've got a day off, and then when she gets in tonight, she'll think I'm at work, and I'll come and surprise. Surprise! We've got a night off together, and then the 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 jubilation of me having a night off with her will mean that she won't even think about saying, well, why didn't you? Why tidy didn't you up? do the chores? Yeah. So I was like genius. So did all my thing, didn't and then. Uh, Saturday afternoon, so then I had the, so I did that. Went to the cinema, came back, um, and then she came from work. Surprise, jubilant! Oh, lovely night off together. Look, Saturday afternoon, um, she said, "Oh, I've lost my um, bank card from our joint bank account." I said, "Oh, sure, I better." Anyway, she said, "I better, I better report it." I went, "Oh yeah." So she reports it to the. She's on the phone to the fraud squad. She went, they go, "Can we just go through some of these transactions?" <gasps> I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> She said, uh, I could just hear in the next room. She's going, well, I've not been to the cinema. <gasps> what, Five Guys? I've not been to Five Guys. <laughs> I was going, oh, God, how do I explain this now? Because that is not fraud, because that it's, is me. I've you. used that. So I had to come clean in the end, just tell her. But what a how way to be she? found out. She was fine. Although she was a bit, she did actually say to me, who did you go to Five Guys with? And I said, nobody. She went... Oh, okay. Because the amount you spent <laughs> looks like two people have eaten. I was like, nope. That was just you. Just me. It's just me with my extra patty and large fries. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. I actually went to see uh, Glass. That was the film I went to see. Yeah. Um, the, the M. Night Shyamalan film. I don't know how to say his surname. Um, very good. I enjoyed it. That's James McAvoy. McAvoy. Wow. What, what an actor. An act- <laughs> what, yeah, ditto. He, unbelievable. Yes. He he carries it. He's he's And that's with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson in yeah. it as well. Yeah. But yeah, good film. Good film. Uh, yeah. I don't write out to make recommendations, but I, I enjoyed that. Enjoyed it a lot. Even though your wife was disappointed in it. <laughs> yeah, she would never have wanted to see that film. <laughs> so I'm fine, I'm fine with and it. And it is, it's it's rather lovely going to the cinema on your own. Oh, it's a I treat. It's quite in the therapeutic. day as well. And sometimes if I've got like a, a voiceover or something in the morning and then I've got to work in the evening, I, I'll take myself off for a bit of lunch. Yeah. And self-dating. Yeah, that's it's quite, a good way of putting in, it. Instead of um, thinking of yourself, oh, I'm on my own here, just think of yourself as being taken out on a date by, by your favourite person. By your favourite person. <laughs> yourself. So you eat what you like, you go and see well, what I you did. like. I did, to be you honest. You certainly did. I did. I mean, I must say, I've definitely got to an age where going to the cinema is very much a byproduct of me going out for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, is there a film on? <laughs> like, I've just gone for the Ben and Jerry's more than anything. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. What are you? What, what's your What's your cinema snack of choice? Cinema. I do like an ice cream. Yeah. I do like. But you know what else I like? Uh, and I only tend to have them really. Is uh, is can I say? Can I advertise? You them? absolutely can. Uh, Fingers m- crossed they'll send us some. That's, that's uh, the idea. Choc- milk chocolate minstrels. Oh. Because once you've opened the packet, and yes. they sell them in it. Once you've opened the packet, and you do that before the film, mm. if, when you dip in, you slip them in your mouth, and you can just. Let them lie on your. Well, tongue. you have to, don't you? Because they're like chocolate glass. Yeah. You bite into a minstrel, cuts the top of your mouth, yeah, you've and all sorts. Well, you're not warming it enough before you <laughs> chomp into it. Why Jason. are they so sharp? They're not sharp. No, I go chocolate buttons if I'm going to go flat oh, chocolate. Yeah, you're you're, you're um, 
not as brave as me. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not no, I not like the it. fact of, of making them There's go a There's a risk bit, element yeah. to the minstrel. Also, in a cinema, I think chocolate buttons might get a bit manky on the fingertips, whereas oh, minstrels stay clean. That's true, yeah, because they're shrouded in yeah. glass. It's not glass. <laughs> or whatever it is, it's dangerous. Oh, you're being stupid now. <laughs> Are you sweet or salty popcorn? I like a bit of both. Oh, you can get those mixes you now, can, like sweet and, and sour. Yeah, yeah, a bit of both's nice. I'm a, I'm very much sweet too. I'm not. Yeah, I thought you would. I'm not be. sitting with a mouthful of salt in the cinema. No, that doesn't sound fun. No, it's like glass in it. Yeah, <laughs> popcorn with a load of powdered glass in it. <laughs> That's all I need. Although I do go. I am that guy. Uh, I'll have the chocolate. I'll have the uh, ice cream. I'll have the sweet popcorn. Uh, I might get a hot dog as well. And <laughs> I'll have a diet coke as well, please. Yeah. <laughs> they look at me like I'm mad. <laughs> I, I think the horse has bolted, pal. Jason. Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. So. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain this injury, really, but. Please do. So. I, the producer, you just can't listen for a set, my producer, because it. So what happened was, I was, I was having a shower the other day. I'm maybe. glad you said shower. Yeah, I was having a shower, yeah. And I got out of the shower. And I was drying myself. Mm -hmm. And there was a toy on the floor that I thought, well, that looks dangerous. Somebody stands on that, you know. So I, and, and this is, it's only a little bathroom. So this is the, the, the sort of ensuite, right? Yeah. And uh, so I bent down to pick it up. And I burnt my balls on the radiator. <laughs> like on the, <laughs> on, the towel, on the towel radiator. <laughs> Like, I don't even know how it's happened. I I'm don't understand. If I'm, you were bending over, how come they... I think they just they... sort of swung back. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's you sake. didn't ask. I don't know what happened. I think I just le lent into it. <laughs> it got a bit of my bum as well, like, but... I was going to say. Primarily, ground zero. Oh. I've never known pain like it, Josie. Because it would have been the back bit of them, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, none of it's good. If my geography's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What did you do? Did you? I screamed. Did you in... run a cold bath, dip them in the sink? I got a bit of ice. <laughs> did I? I got a bit of corn syrup and some glitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. Um... Oh. Honestly, it's one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life. How are you now? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I was tender for a... I had to drive somewhere straight away and I was... I had to wear, like, baggy pants. I had to put, like, baggy pants in. I used to wear boxer briefs, you know, quite tight. I had to not oh wear them. Oh, God, the awful thing about this is that I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> but what is... How's that happened? What a... I don't know. Cra and I was picking something up because it looked, looked dangerous. Looked like it would cause an injury. And there I was. I think it even went... You know, oh, like, stop no, it I might have now. You've added, added, you've added, I've added that. that. <laughs> you've added that. No, that's <laughs> all. Stop it. I've got to eat me Sunday dinner after this. I know. I'm sorry, everybody. I know you're probably having your, your, your breakfast brunch. or your brunch or whatever, so apologise for that. But that's, that's you know... a crazy injury. Have you got any more crazy injuries? That's the craziest one. I think I, I put... I, I mean, I did my hamstring temping bowling once, but that's that's not that crazy. No, it's no. a vicious sport. It's, it's a vicious sport. Vicious temping sport. bowling. It's tough. I was showing off as well. In what way? Just because I was, I was. You know, I don't know if you do temping bowling. I have done yeah. I've done it on it maybe six times in my life. Yeah. Basically, I presume once you get really good at it, you're just good at it forever. Yeah. And I was, I, I just got good at it this one time. Never got to those dizzy heights again. But I went to throw the ball there, and uh, oh, hamstring went. Oh. <gasps> spoke to the doctor he was like you need to warm up before you do anything strenuous I went Semping bowling mate I'm not starting to, I'm not doing I'm not doing stretches before that I'll just stop playing it nah but that so that, me, that, that was my audience but nothing I, is weirder than that one on the no, towel radiator I've, I've never had that so hot to me. though so hot the yes. towel radiator no need for it I don't know how to turn it down I've had a bottom in well not a bottom injury I suppose mm -hmm. um <laughs> Uh, where I was in the Gobi Desert. You know sandflies? Right. Do you know sandflies? They're vicious little they? things. Right. Really live in the sand and fly up and bite you. And uh, I was camping out there, and of course you, you spray yourself with all this insecticide, but you don't ever think to spray your bottom. You wouldn't? No. No? And then, of course, you go to the loo in the, the middle of the night. The flies know that, though, don't they? They know they're waiting. Hey, lads. They don't yeah. do the bums. Yeah, they don't do the bums. The zip's coming up, but she's getting out the dent. <laughs> and go for it! But you don't even notice it's kind of happening until you, you wake up and then it's just... Oh, no. Look like Mr Blobby. 
Oh, no. Horrible. I don't know what that but was. But I had, like a, I had a, a plane dart in my arm once. Oh, someone threw a dart? They didn't mean to oh. throw it at me. I was I was uh, supervising a, in, in the 70s. There were lots of adventure playgrounds around, and I used to do one of, of a Sunday. Mm. And we had a little crate, and we'd get donations of toys. And one of them was a dartboard and these really rusty old darts. And I thought, well, I better put them to one side. That's course, not yeah. right for our kids. But a couple of the naughty boys, yes, who were lovely boys as well, they, they found them. So they were just outside throwing them into the trees. And I remember leaning against one of the trees by the hut uh, and I had a big baggy jumper on and I said, stop, you've got to give me them back, I'm confiscating. Give me, you might hit somebody. <laughs> and, uh, and then Dink. thud yeah. into me arm. But I thought it had gone into the folds of me jumper, so I went to flick it out. Ooh. And it, it was in there proper. And I had to go and have a tetanus because it was Crikey. rusty. Yeah. And that's the only one. I mean, bad, but not. It's not on... No. It's not burning your balls on a radio, it's is it? That's not burning that's, balls on a radio. That's I'm the sorry, it's trivial compared to that. <laughs> so, unusual injuries. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> Top mine. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where We're talking uh, unusual injuries this morning. Um, I'm having to... Uh, I'd have to go adjust some of the language on, <laughs> in some then. of these. Um, Julie in Wolverhampton. Yeah. She says, my fiancé used to wet shave in the shower. He flicked the soap off the razor in a downward flick. They're very dangerous. Then he noticed blood. Oh, ooh, it's he, making me feel funny. He had caught the end of his... a razor. Needless to say, he does not shave in the shower. No. Ooh, that's anymore. made me feel a bit... Ow. Yes. No, yes. no, 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 no. Ooh. Judy says, I injured my eye by squeezing an ice pop too hard and the sharp edge hit me right in oh. the face instead of going in my mouth. <laughs> wow, that is that is Darwin in full force there. Absolutely. That's that theory right there. Hi all, um, I once, uh, while playing golf, my uh, put my foot down a rabbit hole and carried on walking, resulting in a dislocated ankle. <gasps> carried is... on walking? Oh, I see what you mean, not carried... Yeah, not with the hot... Like, he yes, yes. didn't realise. <laughs> Carried on walking with, like, an angry rabbit <laughs> attached to his toe. Or yeah. Oh, I can understand that happening. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch, ouch. That's not a dangerous sport, really, is it? No, I wouldn't think so. But then again, temping bowling. Well, yeah, all right. Touche, yes. Um, I've just remembered another one. Go on. On telly, this happened. Did it? On this, this morning. Oh, right. Uh, it was my birthday. I think it was 1990. I yeah. had a white suit on and long gear covered in air spray and they brought a cake on. And so I, bl- I blew blew out the c- candles mm. and then leant over to blow out the ones at the far end. Unbeknownst to me, there was like one of them joke <sighs> candles. Oh, no. And because I had loads of air spray on, honestly, the flames were like two foot... There was a picture of me screaming in the sun. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to Google that as soon as, yeah? we, as, soon as we get in the next yeah. song. Wow, it's like yeah. Michael Jackson that time didn't in the Pepsi really hurt. Well, that hurt, Mike, but this didn't really hurt oh, me because okay. I had so much blooming in hair but it I stank that singy <laughs> smell you know yes yeah crikey mm. getting imagine with whose line is it anyway that was quite a, a physical show did you never no, you've never mm. pulled anything on there or live on television patron <laughs> <laughs> no 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 nothing no that's ever really, on, on stage yeah I've fallen over and hurt my knee but yes that's you know yeah I, I, sometimes it gets a laugh though doesn't it sometimes yeah I, I might do that tomorrow as well no well it was Shakespeare yeah, so. <laughs> Simon says uh, morning of a football match on the loo I sneezed while reaching for the toilet roll and pulled a muscle in the back I had to call the skipper and drop out <gasps> it's wow. so easily you've done got to, it? you've got to warm up guys even even before you lean over for the toilet how far away was the toilet roll that needs to be closer. Closer yeah, to you to be, next time. Get them closer. Sort your bathroom out. <laughs> Jen in Wimbledon. Uh, hope you're recovering okay from your injury. Thanks, Jen. That's nice. Nice of her. Uh, I have too many weird injuries. <laughs> Most notably, I stabbed myself in the foot with a big umbrella once while standing next to Jeff Capes. <gasps> World's strongest man. World's strongest man, but the reason I love him, mm. he loved budgies. Is that right? He loved budgery cars. Well, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, big Jeff fella Capes. like that. Yeah, I think that's lovely. I didn't know that. Yeah. Look at that, we're learning things on this show. That's what I like about this show. <laughs> Bit of trivia as well. Bit of trivia. I had two budgies when I was growing up. What were they called? Manchester and City. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, didn't have, we didn't have... We were very uh, imaginative Our children. Our budgies were always called Tony. Tony the first, Tony the second and Tony the third. I don't know why. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. I remember once... Um, I remember Manchester... Manchester was quite 
subdued. He'd sort of stay in his cage and he was happy, but City, oh, all over Didn't the place. Didn't like it. And uh, he got caught once on the rug. And the dog, who was a really gentle dog, I think was trying to sort of, in my child's mind, trying to free it, trying yeah. to free it. Anyway, it broke its leg, broke it. <gasps> and, um, and my dad fixed it. We didn't go to the vet. My dad fixed it. How he did put, he, fix he put it? a little splint, like with a little matchstick, and a little splint. And he just tied it to its oh, bless. to his leg, and he fixed it for for a, for a time. And then my mum, she was worried that because he couldn't get off his perch to have some water, so she put a little bowl at the bottom of the oh stop it budgie cage. And um, we came in from the match once, and mum was actually like like trying to give it oh, mouth God. to mouth a little bit of CPR. I was like, what's happened? Yeah, he fell in his... Fell in his water. Fell in his water, drowned. After surviving that injury. Poor City. I know, poor City. Was... He, he didn't have much luck in life, did no, he? No, no, he, he he died as he lived. Bless him. <laughs> God bless him. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Very nice of you all to be joining in on this subject to make us feel a bit less daft, really, from the injuries that we've had. Yeah, uh, we're only human. Exactly. Uh, Hi, Jason. When I was a kid, I used to play with bamboo sticks. We didn't need Netflix back then, do we? No. You know what I mean? Just here's a stick. Yeah. I love a stick. Love a stick. Oh, man. Dave Johns does a good thing about sticks. Does he? He loved a stick. I love a stick. And he said to make the stick even more dangerous. Mm. Put a bit of dog poo on the end of it. Oh, a bit of dog poo. Dangerous stick. stick Good times. Yeah. Chasing girls with a bit of dog poo at the end of a stick. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't need a PlayStation. No. You just needed. That was like an hour, that. Like an old saucepan, some mud, and my stick would be like a wooden spoon. I remember. I remember as a kid on our road, if if you would if you would look at the a row of like terrace houses on our council estate, outside every other doorstep was just like a stick. A stick. That one of the kids had found in the day, but the mum won't let it in the house. That's it. But you didn't want to let it go. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave it out here. Oh, sticks. That'll be there in the morning now. Absolutely. Love a stick. Anyway, bamboo. Anyway, sticks. sorry. <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> I used to play with bamboo sticks and pretend they were swords with my friends. Of course you yeah. did. Uh, until one day, my friend Olivia threw a stick pretending it was a javelin and it landed in my shin. <gasps> Needed a few stitches. Oh. oh, my goodness. Bamboo in your shin. That's a, t- a terrible injury. Uh, when I was seven, Tabitha says, she's only ten now. Right. It's only three years ago, God bless her. <laughs> when I was seven, I sat down on a bee while I was wearing my school dress and I got Ooh. stung three times. Ooh. I've not worn a dress since. <laughs> it's not the dress's fault, Tabitha. That's the bee's <laughs> fault. And you for not seeing it. But that's yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Nobody's fault there, It's really. nobody's fault. But out of all the things, the dress is the... The dress is the least. <laughs> it's the least, at least fault. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining in. Uh, my dad, this person says, picture the scene. He's an overweight, balding ginger man. Uh, got his toe caught taking his pants off and fell and broke a rib on the radiator. <laughs> I can believe that. I can see that as I've well, me, yeah. I've caught my foot a few yeah. times over the years. Yeah. Um, morning, Jason and Josie. Your story reminded me of my own stupidity, underestimating the dangers of 10-pin bowling. Oh, I'm glad it's not just Oh, me. it's another 10-pin bowling. Showing off to a bunch of leery 10-year-old boys, I scored an impressive strike, says Mark in London. Attempting to repeat my success, I chose the heaviest bowling ball I could and gave it full welly, only to get my thumb stuck in a socket. (gasps) The ball ball, uh, went about six inches, which is how long my wrist could stretch. Like something out of Tom and Jerry, my hand then turned into a giant comedy-sized glove and I spent the next two months with my arm in a brace from A&E. Needless to say, never again. Never again. You do have to be careful. It's a dangerous sport, Tempin. Absolutely. We're hearing more and more about it, aren't we? <laughs> the dangers of tempting bowling. I wonder if anybody's got so stuck with their ball that they've actually gone down the aisle with it and then into yeah, like... the gully bit. <laughs> that would be terrible. That would be terrible. Hilarious. <laughs> but also terrible. But terrible. Susie from Telford says, Morning both. Just want to say how much I'm enjoying the banter. Aww. I'm chuckling away like a good one. Josie is one of the fun- funniest women, isn't she? You two are hilarious. Either of you coming to Telford or Shrewsbury anytime soon. Not for shopping or anything like that. Performing. <laughs> thanks for making Sunday a bit more enjoyable. Oh, that's thanks, lovely. Susie. That's really nice, that's a nice Susie. Little thank message. you. Are you going to be in Telford or Shrewsbury anytime mm, soon? No, as I say, the nearest there would be sort of. Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. You'll have to go into Birmingham, into Susie. The rep, yeah. I am in Shrewsbury. I'm at the Seven Theatre in March. Oh, lovely! So uh, come along God, and see the show. You're constantly going on, aren't you? Got five kids. Sunday morning.
Music Matters. Thanks for coming in this morning. Uh, I've loved it, darling. It's been lovely to You're have you. You're such a nice lad. It's been great fun. Really nice to see you again. Uh, and I will I will definitely come down to the Comedy come Store Come and watch us and then hopefully guest with us. I I'll think you'll be play. really good. I and you sing that. as well, so... Oh, you can try and stop me. <laughs> <laughs> People have been trying for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, uh, this week uh, we did lose uh, a, col- a colleague, I would say, a comedy colleague, uh, Jeremy Hardy, who... Um, many of you will know from Radio 4 stuff and uh, and I've worked with a, a fair few times, yeah, I'm sure you yeah, yeah. Uh, are the same. Um, I mean, you must have met many Two, years ago. Yeah, many, many years ago, about 30 years ago now. I mean, oh God, gone too too soon. 57. Um, but a, a comedy, on the news quiz especially, yeah. uh, the, when he used to go off on one, it, yeah. it was genius. He like was a re- it sounds like a sort of backhanded compliment when you call somebody a comedian's comedian, but... Every comic you would speak to, uh, I, I've done a few gigs with him over the years, and you, sh- you certainly wouldn't want to follow him. Like, he was so brilliant. Yeah. Um, and also, it also sounds disparaging. I saw it in the paper this week, you know, left-wing comedian, as if that sort of defined his... But he was just very... He was political, and he was very clever, very funny, very, very sharp, clever. and just also a very kind mm. man, you know, and, and uh, everyone you, you, you sort of speak to in the business has uh, only got kind words to say. Yeah. So, no, it's um, been a shock. We shall miss uh, Jeremy Hardy. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and I will see you uh, next week. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.